0: Welcome to Legends of Greyskull, the podcast that dives deep into the mythology of Masters of the Universe, with your hosts Matthew Dooch and Sean Skibana. News, reviews, remasterings and more are just ahead on Legends of Greyskull.
1: Welcome back to Legends of Grayskull, the fan podcast where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic, and mythology of he Man, She-Ra, Eternia, Ethereum, Noranor, Primus, new adventures, old adventures, Ladybird, UK annuals, comics, mini comics, anything and everything you can think of with that he Man, Shiva, Master Universe, Princess of Power, that PowerCon logo down the corner. I'm Matthew Dooch, here again with Sean Skavarna. Sean, how have you been?
0: Uh pretty good not not too many complaints um <laughs> I'm, I'm like what what did i do since the last it's, it's been a little while
1: it's been a it feels been a little a, while longer
0: than a little while actually
1: it, it has it has been a whirlwind ah. few weeks we uh, i i you know since episode 72 i have not stopped moving it has been we recorded episode 72 The morning before I left for PowerCon, got that up, Mm -hmm. went to PowerCon the next day, had that great weekend, met a lot of awesome people, we'll get into that in a minute here, and uh, uh, I got back Monday after PowerCon, Monday night, Tuesday I started my new job, had all that training, the hours are a little bit earlier, and I worked basically all the way through until we went to Tennessee this past week for my nephew's wedding. Uh, big congrats, Joey and Megan. I, I wish them nothing but a lifetime of love and happiness. Um, and it was it was great out there. It was my first time out there. Beautiful scenery, the mountains, everything. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. But we just got back Saturday night. Sunday we had the kids' football and cheer, and you know my my Bears lost again. Um, it's not going to be a good season. But and now here we are today. And i I need a nap now just after going <laughs> back through it all.
0: I'm winded, just listening <laughs> to a whole thing. I mean, geez.
1: <laughs> yeah we knew we knew September was gonna be crazy, but really but then when we had September planned, I hadn't planned on starting a new job either. so that kind of you know added a new level of interesting to it. but it's it's been a good time. I'm enjoying it. The kids have all good. the kids have all really stepped up because it takes me. I have a little less flexibility than I used to have. That's probably the big detriment to leaving my old job is I don't write my own schedule anymore. I can't just take days off, you know, here for whatever. So, but the kids have all stepped up. They've been great and uh we're making it work. I'll be back there tomorrow. So that's a good time.
0: There you go. How about yeah. you? What's new? I've, uh, I, I've just mostly been working my butt off and uh I actually... Uh, on a personal level, over the last week, I uh, joined a uh, fit group nice. on uh, Facebook. So the it, it, like, I I'm somebody that um, I never pictured myself being overweight in my life because I was always a skinny kid, uh, and now here I am on the other side of 250 pounds. Going, what the heck? So, um, shout out to yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Shout out to uh, over at Podcasters of the Universe and uh, and also my wife is going to kill me. Steve Bishotti was the one to kick this idea around with Travis Bowles, the co-host on, uh, on My Wife is Going to Kill Me. And they've been losing weight. Yes. So then they created a little group where people who are Patreon members now, we have a place to go to and kind of be accountable for what we're doing. And it's actually really motivated me over the last you know they started it in the middle of last week so it'll be a week pretty soon that i've been doing it but yeah it's it's at least something to accomplish which is cool right. so and
1: that's it it helps it helps to have that group i know when i mm-hmm. you know i i was up more than i wanted to be and i'm still not at my goal but what really helped me was actually beginning of 2020 at my work we got into this little um uh, fitness pool we each threw in like five bucks a week weekly weigh-ins whoever dropped the most weight you know got pot, and uh that that really helped motivate me you know i've been saying i need to get this you know i I noticed Mm -hmm. i was carrying more i needed to get it off i need to get off but it's it's hard just on your own you know especially with how busy i know we both are it's like but that Mm -hmm. really helps to have some people to help kick you in the ass here and there
0: Mm -hmm. yeah the my my main thing was always the accountability side of it Mm -hmm. so and and i'm somebody that because of how my life is i fall really bad really easily into bad habits oh yeah so uh and and the last year especially with quarantine in particular yeah so yeah hopefully i can get back on track and uh get to a better mindset and a better physicality too right right um and that's, it. yeah, like I said, other than working, that's been pretty much, you know, like, it, it's 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 nonstop, basically. So, I mean, the week of pa- the weekend of PowerCon, that's basically what all I, all I was doing. I, I missed out, but I had to work through that whole weekend because of how my schedule worked out anyway. Yeah. So, I was like, ah, it is what it is.
1: It is what so. it is. August with man <laughs> right here, ladies and gentlemen.
0: I will, I, I this is the episode... Where I, I will go, yay or nay, and that's about it. <laughs> I don't have much of a standing with everything that happened over that weekend. But uh, and to be honest, I haven't caught, I I uh, haven't caught up on the videos. I was mostly getting through you in our yep. group chat, like, oh here's this, here's that, and I was oh okay, you know, I'm catching it that way. So I'll probably get some education on this episode myself.
1: <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> uh yeah, power powercon. It, it was a blast, I, I wish, I wish you could have been there, I wish, you know, Steve and Jeremy and Matt could have been, you know, I wish a lot of people could have been there, I know it's still a weird year, um, lots of weird stuff happening, but it, it was a very, very enjoyable time, um, so I, I guess we'll just start there, and, uh, and then we'll go into our actual reviews of the reveals in a minute, but. Um, first off, huge shout out to all of the people I've met and talked to over the weekend. Um, that, that was amazing in and of itself. Um, you know, I got, I got to meet Eric Gaiman, who's been a longtime supporter, uh, uh, Casey Moulton, uh, his girlfriend, Andrea, you know, they, oh my God. And they, they, they are from Boston through and through, Sean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they to get the car and the parking lot. And all
1: they that. <laughs> they were, but they, they were awesome. They came up to me uh, right off the bat. Andrea caught me in the the, the hotel, and I met, Well, I mean, everything was in the hotel. That's the nice thing, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's right there. Um, they were the first ones to give me the 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 power con phrase that pays. Unfortunately, they. Uh, The box of the prizes was unfortunately delayed, and I still have not received it. But as soon as I do, I got stuff going to them, and I got stuff going to Skelly Vader, uh, who was also awesome to meet up with. Uh, I got to meet David Clark. Uh, Motu Joe was a blast. We hung out with him and uh, his buddy Jason Boonstra. Uh, I got to to meet Val Staple, shake his hand. Uh and then of course and then of course the legend did, the legends that were there. I mean, I I sent you the pictures. I was sitting at the hotel bar in the middle of Rob Lamb, Tom Tataranowicz, and Larry Houston. I'm just like, just talk. just talk. I got no I got no questions. Just talk. I mean just put was,
0: your cell phone down. Can I record this, please? And just oh right listen to their stories. And that was it. And it was just <laughs>
1: You know, we've heard a lot in the documentaries and everything else, all the people who have worked on Filmation and, uh, you know, how they say, you know, Filmation was a family. Like, but actually seeing these guys come together who haven't seen each other in years, like, that's what you feel like. Like, I'm sitting in on their family reunion because it's not Mm -hmm. even I mean, there's work talk. I got to learn a lot about behind the scenes and the stuff that would go on, the pranks they would pull on each other and and stuff like that but then but then there was you know Tom's wife was there she was a sweetheart she was talking to everybody and uh you know and and, and it just it, it felt like a family coming back together they're they're catching up on their their kids and their grandkids and their just their lives and it mm-hmm. it was it was really great and there there was a lot of uh, a lot of great stories there so you know, that, that was amazing. Even, but then that was even before the con started. I'm like, it's, it's, it's the night before Friday night. And I'm like, I'm good. Like I, I, I've had a great <laughs> weekend already. Like nothing else can happen this weekend. And, and would- and I would be good to go. Um, but you know, on the people, and I'm sorry if I forgot, uh, uh, anybody, I know there, there is a ton of people. Uh, if I forgot your names or whatever, I, I apologize. Um, Oh, and uh, and Andrea, I did want to commiserate with you. I think your uh, your Patriots lost as bad as bad as my Bears did. So we're, we're together, solidarity. But
0: it, isn't isn't his girlfriend Mary, or is Andrea like someone else
1: to Casey, or am I getting them confused? Oh my God, am I getting them confused? I because oh, I, I know Mary,
0: Mary, and and uh, I know Casey, and then Mary won. The battle cat from us, I want to say. So it could be Mary, and I, I just I, I felt bad because I kept hearing Andrew. I'm like, maybe, maybe he met a different person. Maybe he, that's his sisters. I don't know because. I I I, 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 ra-
1: to, I I think I got the names mixed up. I met okay. a lot of people this week. <laughs> I wanted
0: to save you. No, okay, I didn't want to keep it going though. Okay, so Mary, we're sorry. <laughs> I am sorry.
1: There is there is a fl- and it's it's the same thing, right? I'm sitting here and I'm going through like I can yeah. picture these guys I was talking to, yeah, but I can't recall their names. And I, uh, I am I
0: I'll, I'll bail you out here because if somebody tells me their name literally 10 seconds later, I will be like, who are you again? Because that's yeah. just how my mind works. I'm I'm more focused into trying to have a conversation and then right. that part just goes right out of my brain for some reason. So, but yeah, we, we've talked to Mary a couple of times. So I just want to make Wait sure her. if it was her, I didn't want to have... My apologies. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> She's like, who was he with again? Yeah. <laughs> Legends of Greece. Yeah, those
1: relationships. <laughs> It's over. Mm. Uh, it's, no, they're gonna stop listening to us. Screw those guys. Uh, yeah, probably. But yeah, it's it. It was funny because that's what Sunday. You know, oh. Sunday in the ho at the hotel, she's trying to figure out how how to how to listen how to watch her Patriots. I'm like, oh, we're we're in California now. You ain't getting them over here unless it was prime time, and it wasn't that week. So, mm. um. But yeah, so. I mean, I might as well go through some of my... I'm not going to show all my pickups here. I know I've shared some pictures. I got some wonderful art that I'm going to wait to share. I'm going to get them framed. I'm going to get off my lazy butt I'm going to get. That's my goal for the next month is to get my artwork framed and my cells framed because I've had them, you know, just in a in a binder for too long. But some cool stuff I did pick up Uh, from Rob Lamb himself. Uh, He's got a copy of this. Uh, Kingdom of Bright Moon map that he hmm. created for season two of Shira because they had a lot of new writers coming on and he wanted to help them uh, visualize kind of the relationship of everything in the Kingdom of Bright Moon. So yeah, so you got the you got the Whispering Woods, the village of Thamor in the middle there. You know you got Castle Bright Moon, Lake Bright Moon, the Crystal Falls, Twiggets, Madame Raz's house. Fright Zone over here, you know, it just, uh, and this is one of the things, right? Talking to a lot of these guys that were there, um, I I was really glad to get this because it again shows this wasn't necessarily just a job for them. Like for Rob to sit down and go, okay, we got a lot of new writers coming on. You know, a lot of animated series, especially back in the eighties would just be like, all right, yeah, just do some stuff, you know? And, and oh, they, you know, they'd move, they'd move locations around, they move abilities around, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rob especially talking to him, he is one of those guys who's like, no, we need to follow our rules. He was telling me stories about how he got upset with other guys because Glimmer's powers changed wildly throughout the series. What she could or couldn't do, you know, it depend on the situation. And he said he mm-hmm. used to get in arguments with guys because he's like, "Well, you can't do this to Glimmer because she could just teleport out, you know, because that's something we gave her earlier in the season." They'd be like, "Oh no, mm-hmm. she can't do that here." And he's like, "And and he would basically get the answer that, well, they're just they're just you know five eight you know eight year olds. They're not gonna pay attention." Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> as time showed. <laughs> Uh, Rob was on the right side of that one and we all did pay attention. And there are lots of people who did notice of the inconsistencies and there are people who get on uh YouTube and talk about them for hours at a time to this day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no one that we know, not at all. <laughs> no, no.
1: But yeah. So I thought that when I saw that piece, I'm like, mm-hmm. I gotta have that. Cause that is really cool that he just took the time to just sit down and be like, no, we need to get some, some consistency here. Sure. Um, and then the other, the other thing I got is his uh, copy of his storyboards for the Return of in the Earth, Uh which was the okay. first, the first um, storyboard that he got to do the great Larry DeTilio episode. Um, so that's really cool. I haven't had a chance to look all the way through it, but, uh, but it's, it's a great time. And again, he. He, he even said, he said that he was very lucky to write off the bat, you know, gra- get a Larry Tilio script. Um, and he said from then on, he always tried to angle it so that he got to work with Larry or, you know, a handful of other writers that like, you know, as with any job, there are certain guys you just always want to work with. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. and he said he yeah. was very fortunate to get to, to work with Larry more often than not, because he always he always put a lot of heart into his scripts. Nice, um and then a couple other notable things here. uh I got the the retro rags uh power con pins. One day I'll have all my pins displayed too after I get all my art framed. Um, ugh, I put these too far away. Uh, wonderful weekend pass uh, with some uh Eric Marshall artwork on it. Battle Armor Skeletor okay. was the weekend pass. Uh, information on the back. Uh, I wish I could have grabbed more. I know Vendors had Leech. Uh, Val Staples as the director had King Randor. Oh, I can't remember the other one. Those are the ones I remember off the top of my head. But yeah, if if anyone's got a, a badge that they don't care about anymore, other than Battle Armor Skeletor, let me know. We, got, we can work something out. Uh, PowerCon pro- program featuring that great Gerard Perel artwork that we've been teased yeah. with all the time. Um, and it's, oh, that's, yeah, actually, here. There's everybody. Yeah, there, there's all the different badges and the, the artwork that we use. So, Shadow Weaver, uh, was, yes, uh, there was Demo Demoman, CobraCon, and WebStore. Uh great little program. I mean it's got the information. It's also got all the artwork reused and everything else. Um just it's it's the little things for me. Um got to meet the wonderful Tom Brisky. That's that's another guy. He's a great artist and everything. And I got a uh golden discs of knowledge coaster set. <laughs> that's fun. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> <laughs> and it came with the zodiac bottle opener.
0: Oh, jeez.
1: Which is also magnetic. Curtis Ackerman
0: is going to sell his soul for that thing. I bet. That,
1: that'll be <laughs> that'll be on my that'll go on my fridge and uh, yeah. When I when I get my toy room set up someday, um, those will be down there for for my beverages. Oh, and it's got great, there you go great filmation artwork on the box as well. So. <laughs> Tom Brisky. I'm going to drop a link to him. Uh, Yeah, he's got an Instagram. Instagram Instagram.com forward slash Tom Brisky B-R-Y-S-K-I underscore art. So I'm sure if you guys, uh, and I'll put this up in the link down below. I'm sure if you guys reach out to him, he's probably got more. Uh, And then the last thing I want to show off is... The Mondo exclusive Skeletor Tiki mug in the bone white for PowerCon. Um, This was actually really cool. Mondo, they obviously had a panel at PowerCon. And afterwards they asked for questions. I went up and asked my question and they handed me a Tiki mug afterwards. So that was (laughs) really cool what was your question uh for them it was i wanted to know if they oh well they'd shown off oh i'm gonna forget his name so i'm not even gonna try because i don't want another mary situation (laughs) on my hands but they showed off you know mondo always has those great promo pictures with the awesome backgrounds and everything. Like they just showed off the hordeck that they're they're coming out with, and he's got the big throne behind him, you know, the, the typical Fright Zone throne. Mm-hmm. And so I asked them if there was any thought as to actually releasing those backdrop pieces or diorama pieces or something, you know. Like I said on our last episode, when I showed off the, the diorama I got from, uh, you know, Heidi Bowles, mm-hmm. that's a big thing for me. Like, figures on the shelf look cool, but give me something behind them that, like, really evokes that atmosphere, and it just takes it up a level to me. So that was my question. Have you guys given any thoughts to doing these pieces? Maybe a Skull throne, or the the Fright Zone throne, or even just a backdrop, some rocky, you know, just something to scale, and, you know, um, and they said it, it's not something they had thought about, but it's a great idea. So that's not the best answer you can get at, you know, on the spot at a con. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and this this guy is just a work of art. He looks really cool. Heavy, ceramic. Uh, the kids will not be touching this. Uh, but yeah, Skeletor <laughs> on one side. And I think they reworked the face a little bit here. Because I, I seem to recall the first ones they came out with looked a lot more uh, alkala, if I'm recalling correctly or mm-hmm. maybe that was just a prototype but he definitely looks more uh, filmation-y skeletal. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, way more filmation. And then the back side's got the, the demon face and then of course the snake wrapping around. Um, but yeah, it is it is great detail. Very heavy. Um, I'm almost kind of scared to use it to be honest with you. This might just <laughs> this might just be a, a on-the-shelf type thing. That tons really of cool. sticky
0: tack under it. <laughs> So it doesn't have a
1: shelf dive or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those 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 were the pickups I'm gonna show off for now. So um but yeah, again, it was a great weekend. It was great meeting everybody. Um well what's not so great though, of course, is is trying to get there. <clears throat> So I left Midway Airport. Chicago, Illinois. Okay? I'm putting you guys on blast. Because you, you've you gotten out of control. So, obviously, as almost always when you're traveling to the West, your departure leaves early. You know? So I, I had an early flight. I had to be in Chicago by 6 a.m. So of course I just my dad drove me over there. Thanks, Dad, uh, dropping me off. My wife had to work, but so I get to Midway. It's early. It's like 6 a.m. Cruise through security. That was fine. They've actually revamped the whole thing. It's a lot faster to get through. But I get I get back there. I find my gate. This, this is how I always am when I'm flying. I want to get in early. I want to get through security. Find my gate first. After that, I can start thinking about eating, drinking, whatever. You know what I mean?
0: hmm
1: So, get to the gate, find it. Okay, great. So, I got at least an hour and a half at this point. So, I'm like, all right, let's go get some breakfast. You know, you can't bring in any drinks anymore. Got, I probably could have brought some snacks. But whatever, let's go get some breakfast. Usually, there's a McDonald's or something, you know. And, and of course, you're usually paying airport pricing. They've got you stuck there. Yep, you know. So I go around. There's only a couple places open. They they've really revamped it inside. Like there used to be all fast food, like McDonald's, Burger King, and everything. Those were all gone. They got like these sit down places. And I'm like, ah, I'm not doing and the Italian, and it's all closed up anyways. So the only thing that's really open is there's a Dunkin' Donuts, but they've only got coffee. It's like an express self serve thing, and then uh, a chicken place. Which did have breakfast sandwiches. I'm like, All right, so I go get in line. I'm looking up at the menu. Just a standard sausage, egg, cheese muffin. You know how much they wanted for one sandwich? Ten bucks. Ten bucks on the nose. Ooh, I was right. Yeah.
0: Just <laughs> the
1: sandwich. If you want your hash brown, then it goes up to fifteen. Oh. I think come, I might have come with a coffee too, but basically, your combos fifteen, your sandwich is ten. I said screw you midway,
0: and I got <laughs> on the plane hungry.
1: Ten bucks. <laughs> That's a like single? Doordash
0: prices.
1: That is insane. <laughs> I could not believe it. Like I'm like, all right, it's normally say it's normally like three four bucks. I would be willing to pay like six seven maybe eight. But I'm not paying double digits for a sausage muffin. Until yeah, I get off yeah, the plane, that's nuts. I do my flight. I eat my peanuts and my brittle that they, they give me on the plane. There you and, go.
0: Uh, Stick it to them.
1: That's right. <laughs> and then I land at John Wayne <laughs> Airport, Orange County, uh, California. Get off the plane. Right across the gate, right when I get off, straight in front of me, is a Hardee's slash green burrito. I'm like, all right. Let's eat. I got no place to be yet. Nothing's going on, you know. So I'm like, okay, let's eat. So I go over there, and, you know, I mean, it's 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 like 1 o'clock in the afternoon at this point. And so I'm like, all right, let's see what we get. All right. Like, Hardee's is good. I've had, you know, uh, I don't know if they have Hardee's on Pennsylvania, but I've yep. had them. Yep. They, don't, they don't have them here in Indiana. We got Carl's Jr. But. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, burger sounds okay. But then I'm looking at the, they've got this green burrito and I'm like, oh, that looks great. So I stroll up there. I'm like, yeah, give me one of those green burritos. And the lady just looks at me and she goes, sir, it's breakfast time. And I'm like, <laughs> the Time, time change. She goes, it's only 10 a.m. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, damn it. <laughs> but then, but then she's nice. She's like, she's like, you, you just came from back east, didn't you? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's like one o'clock my time. She's like, well, we do serve burgers now. We just don't do the burritos during breakfast time. I'm like, all right, western, western bacon burger combo, fries, and a drink. Ten forty seven total. I remember that total in the airport. Wow. Yes, in the airport. So screw you, Midway. <laughs> Orange, Orange County John Wayne Airport. They are doing it upright. They know how it's done.
0: Apparently, geez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And and they even catered to you. They gave they gave you lunch. Yeah. Instead of worrying about having to do the bread, it's like I'm I'm thinking of that uh, yeah. falling down movie. I want <laughs> breakfast. It's a little past breakfast. Or I want
1: breakfast. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was ready to eat breakfast. I'm like, oh, I'm not. Like my mind's on. I, I I missed that. Midway screwed that yep, up. For yep. me. All right. Yep. We're moving on now. (laughs) But, yeah, so I got my Western Bacon Burr, sat there, ate it, got to the hotel. And uh, (laughs) I was cruising around the hotel trying to get kicked out, apparently, because I I was just, you know, uh, you know, I did some stuff on my phone for a little bit, but I got got there early. You know, check-in's not supposed to be until 4, and, you know, I was there by noon. So I was just I was just cruising around to ride in the elevator. Uh, I already knew what my room was going to be because you actually got to pick it when you you could do check in the day before on on the app. And so I got to pick my room. So I'm like, oh, I'll go find my room. And I was cruising around. I'm heading back down, and I uh, <laughs> I got into the after I found my room. I went down and just kept wandering and I got to this set of elevators and pressed down. I was going to go back to the lobby. It's getting close to two now. They told me when I got there that, you know, maybe around two, like as the rooms are getting cleaned, they'll let you in even before check-in time. And, uh, and so I pressed down and as the elevator's coming, I see a sign that says service elevator only. And there's like two elevators doors there. And mm-hmm. the one comes down, it opens for me. So I'm like, all right, like, this can't, it must be that other one, right? Because mm-hmm. it opened for me. So I get in, hit lobby, go down, and the doors open, and they're just, like, you know, water tanks and machinery and, like, <laughs> you know, I'm in, I'm in, like, like cement tunnels, and like, they were both service elevators, huh? <laughs> so i like, mm. <laughs> I'm like looking both ways. No one's Theory. coming. I'm like, I'm just wandering around down in the service tunnels. I'm like, all right. And then I, I see a door that's, a, you know, exit or something. I go out and I'm, I'm back in the main lobby. And I'm like, okay, no one saw me. So no harm, no
0: foul, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're on video, the the camera footage. It's like, this guy's just walking around randomly in our hotel. What's going on
1: here? <laughs> That's what I was
0: waiting uh, my, for. My 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 wife is a is a manager at a, a general manager at a hotel. They love if, if there's an issue, they go back and they review that footage. Right. I know that much. No, so, I'm, sure, oh, I'm sure. I, I got a I got a straggler here. What's going on, pal? <laughs> oh well. Uh, it, <laughs> yep. Can, can we have a pause or something here? I got to help him out, so uh, he's home have, sick have today.
1: Eric will be happy with us. Let's go ahead. Yep. Let's take, take a, a commercial break. We'll be right after these messages. Stay tuned. We're going to start reviewing some of the reveals.
0: Legends of Grayskull will be back right after these messages.
1: Coming this October, Grand Haven's first and only toy show, Toy Haven! Tell us about the history. Why did we choose Grand Haven as the uh, epicenter for all things toy?
0: Well, uh, Matthew Rodriguez and I, uh, Matthew runs uh, Tulip City Comic and Toy Fair in Holland. Okay. Um, I run MuskeCon in Muskegon. Um, we both born and raised on the lakeshore. I uh, absolutely love it. And we decided we wanted to collaborate and do a show together.
1: And hey, let's meet in the middle. And Grand Haven is such a great downtown. Just a beautiful place. We thought this is the perfect place to do it. So mm-hmm. this is where we're launching uh, our toy only show. We wanted to kind of do You know, just flea market style, just all toys wall to wall. And uh, Grand Haven is just a great, a great spot to, to do it. Make sure to join us on October 9th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Grand Haven Community Center in Grand Haven, Michigan for Toy Haven 2, the sequel. $5 admission, kids 11 and under are free. For more information, please contact ideasformars at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at Toy Haven Toy Show.
0: And now, back to Legends of Skull.
1: All right, guys, welcome back. Hopefully you all will visit Toy Haven on Saturday, October 9th. Oh, and uh, Eric, that, that check from Ideas from Mars cleared, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Please visit Toy Haven Saturday, October 9th uh, up in Grand Haven, Michigan. It's, it's going to be a blast. All right. So we're back. Uh I avoided getting kicked out of my hotel for messing around uh the weekend was great um and and there was lots of news to come out of there so let's uh unless uh, unless we got anything else Sean, I think we'll jump over to the reveals let's do it all right so first off biggest thing right off the bat. Mattel has been listening to us and very first slide they showed at their panel was dispelling the rumors. Masters of the Universe is not going away in 2023. Anything you have heard to the contrary is completely false. So, I am glad that they came out strong and put that away. Um... Which I think we've speculated long on this show that those videos that are out there are not based in truth. So, mm-hmm. uh, the other thing, and I, uh, and I will not apologize for the picture quality, but just know every picture we show here today is ones that I actually took in person. So yes, they might not all be the best pictures, but they're all mine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the, I did miss it. The second part of the dispelling the rumors, it flashed too quickly for me to catch it, is that the Origins line will not be canceled due to Masterverse or the animated series or anything else. Origins is planning on continuing. Uh, so let's start there. Uh, so the next wave of core figures will be Buzz-Off, Jitsu, the Sorceress, and it also includes the mini-comic colored Stratos with the uh, pale, the white skin um, and all that. So, what you think, Sean?
0: I've always liked the uh, the mini-comic Stratos look. I, I never got in on that PowerCon three-pack yeah. um, that they did for Classics, but uh, I do like that they're going there since... I think the Powercon three pack was the first time they ever released anything of that way, you know, yep. for that character. Um, and I think everybody and their grandmother was already figuring because we got sorceress with a uh, gray skull, we yep. we get the traditional looking one. So there's the answer to everybody's questions there. And it's cool to get jetsu. Cause I mean, heck if they already released Fisto, yep. you figure he's got to be on the way somewhere. So that's pretty cool. That he's on his way.
1: So and the fist is shiny metal. Ah, back metal. They're do, they're I doing back the I metal? think it's back metal. I, I it's shiny. Either way, it's shiny. All right. Okay. So just saying, certain other companies, there is ways to still do shiny characters if you mm-hmm. had, especially if you had characters that needed to be shiny, like as part of their names, <laughs> maybe. Um. <laughs> But I mean Origins continues to to surprise me, honestly. I mean they they at the end of the day it's all parts reuse and repaints obviously help pay for the line, but the ones that they're going to, you know, minicomic Stratos, they've released the Lords of Power, you know, Scopes, you know, Beastman and Merman, so I'm sure Man at Arms and Skeletor will be coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. But they're really going deep. um, And they, they look good. I mean, it looks like Buzz Off. It looks like Jitsu. It looks like the Sorceress. My, my one complaint, I guess, would be that I wish they'd redone uh, the Sorceress's uh, headdress because that's the one thing about the vintage Sorceress that always really bothered me. Because um, the Sorceress from Filmation is so iconic. With how that that falcon headdress sits on her. And Mm -hmm. I remember I never saw the sorceress toy until the days of the internet. And that was my biggest disappointment. You know, the wings I get. I get why they do the wings like that in a toy. But the big thing to me is always that headdress. It's like, why can't you just make that part of her head and sit, you know, normally? Um, But yeah, again, that's, you know, my kids might want to pick up a few of these. I'm still not into origins, but they, they look good. Mm-hmm. Um and then coming up down the road, we're gonna have anti eternia He Man, uh Clawful, and then the mini comic trap draw colors.
0: Yeah, which again, I didn't get in on that three pack, so it is really cool to release that. Um I agree, like for me, at least uh, being an outsider on origins, there is this like, you know, how, how low can you go into the rabbit hole? You know, because I mean, they're, they're, they are, they already, when we did the voting, they had anti attorney, a man at arms back then. Now we're getting anti attorney, a he-man in the line. And like you said, the mini comic versions of these characters, which we never had as kids. Yep. And, you know, it's like, I, there is that part of me going, if if the child version of me was given Trap Jaw the way he looked as a toy and this Trap Jaw, I might have went for this one first because it was like, well, that's the mini comic. So why, right. you know, like you just accepted it as a kid. Like, oh, I guess that's it's a story about him, I guess. He looks similar, but the colors are off or whatever. But it is cool. They're going here.
1: Right. And that's and that's it. Right. Because when it first got announced, it was like, oh, they're just redoing all the vintage toys with added articulation. And now mm-hmm. they're at least, they're they're pulling a little deeper. They're getting to some characters that I, I didn't think they would get to. I thought they would just go straight through, you know, here's your core figures and we're done, you know. So mm-hmm. they, are, they are, do seem to be trying to breathe a little life into it. They are a little longevity into it, I want to say, because it's selling very well.
0: Well, it, it feels, it almost feels to me like they're looking at the run for classics.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And
0: going... Here's how they did that, and that's how they had longevity in that line, mm-hmm. especially with the collector market, so maybe we could try this. And right. and I feel like they are taking a little bit of, uh, you know, cribbing some notes from that in a sense.
1: Oh, for sure. And speaking of that, up next we have Origin Stridor, which, mm-hmm. again, is uh, he comes not only with his classic Stridor mask that we all had back in the 80s, but he also comes with that uh, Horned Mask, which was originally made for Night Stalker in the Classics line. And then when they released Strider, they repainted it for him, orange. So he comes with mm-hmm. both the masks, he comes with the guns. Blast effects. That's the one thing I really got to get props to Origins for. Classics mm-hmm. did not do enough blast effects. And Strider comes with three of them. You can put one on every gun that he has. So the two front-mounted cannons, and then that rear cannon. Each have a blast effect. He's got the added articulation in the legs. Um, you know, he looks like Strider.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> mm. I, 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 won't lie. I, I do kind of wish that the blast effects were there for our classics. The yeah. more like Marvel, Marvel Legends
1: got me keyed up for that back when I discovered that line and
0: started going into it a little bit. So yeah,
1: absolutely. And he's also they're also going to continue to release these little bits of scenery, too. We saw it with the Wind Raider. We saw it with the Battle Armor He-Man and Battle Cat 2-Pack. And now Strider's got one with a little bit of, a, of, of horse fencing on it. And they said that this one is actually designed to snap into that ridge at the bottom of Castle Grayskull. Um, and actually you can okay. start building out that playset a bit more and more, you know, the PowerCon exclusive hmm. dungeon great clips in there. There's a mm-hmm. clip in there. You've got the wind Raider in that, you know, so these little environment pieces, they're not, they said they're not really designed to go in a specific spot necessarily, but more just kind of, you can build out your world with them, which hmm. I, I really like that idea. Um, all the, all the little extras. Yeah. Um, that, that's the one thing that would probably get me to collect classics. And it's funny because that was one of the first things I noticed when the leaked photos of Castle Grayskull were. It's like, why has it got that ridge on the bottom? And mm-hmm. this was this was a bit of forward thinking on Mattel's part, which again, kudos. Like they were actually sitting back there. What was that a year, year and a half ago now, and thinking like, what could we do with this down the road? You know.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, next up, we've got more deluxe figures. We're getting. Uh, uh terror Claws skeletor and flying Fist he-man and yes i blinked on he-man's variant name for a minute there um <laughs> and these are vac metal so jitsu's glove probably is too i just couldn't recall for sure um so again vac metal is still an option out there toy companies
0: Uh, I was never the biggest Flying Fists or uh, Terror Claws guy. I'm, go- I'm just going to yeah. say that in general. There are two that, like, I, I don't mind the look of He-Man. His his chest armor was always kind of cool, but yeah, I don't know. It's like out of all the variants, these are the bottom ones that I always look at out of the original line.
1: Yeah, but, man, uh, I like I never the claws, had
0: but... Oh, you didn't have? Okay, because I, I like the claws on Skeletor, but I don't like his tummy shirt. That drove me up the wall. Even as a kid, I'm like, why would they do that with
1: <laughs> Even though Skeletor's <laughs> regular harness shows his tummy? It just looks like he rolled up a t-shirt <laughs> and that's it. And he
0: put a little skull to keep it in place, you know, like that. That's where the the bow would be. And then he's yeah. and then it's like the only thing that would make it weirder to be is he's wearing roller skates or something because it was the eighties, <laughs> you know. Like it just it never it never fired on all cylinders for me. The, the flying fist at least it felt like a he-man variant. This one was like, well, the yeah. claws are cool, but everything else is like, what, what? This is a this is this is drunken night. Wake up, and he's got lipstick on his face. Skeletor. <laughs> this is the, the, this is what they put him in while he was asleep. You know, it just felt weird all of time. But uh, I, I'm guessing these are going to be singly released, like the battle armor ones. They're not
1: going to do like a two pack right. of
0: this. Okay,
1: right. yep, they'll be the that 1999 price point single carded. Um, yeah, again, I never had these as a kid. I've got no no holding to them, um, mm-hmm. but, but they look like they should. Um, yeah. It looks like they are sticking with the vintage-inspired heads, so they have course-corrected, and they're they're sticking to it. Well, that's um, good. Yeah, so that was the origins. Up next, we got to look at some of the He-Man in the Masters of the Universe, streaming now on Netflix. The new CGI cartoon toys. Um, obviously, the He-Man, Skeletor... Trap Jaw and Man-at-Arms we'd already seen, along with the Skeletor on the Panther cycle and He-Man on the Road Ripper motorcycle. Uh, but then we also get our first look at a Ram Mam figure and Orko and Evil Lin, and then they've got a Man-at-Arms variant uh, with a Sky Sled inspired uh, motorcycle. Uh so yeah, they're they're really putting some some figures into this. They're they're pumping them out. And they look good. Uh you know, friend of the show, Matthew Rodriguez, uh his wife, the toy huntress, uh tracked down a He-Man regular figure. And I mean for a nine ninety-nine mm-hmm. toy, these things look awesome. I they had some in the display case at PowerCon. Um I, I really don't think you can go wrong with these for the kids.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, we're we're not getting into it on this episode, but I'll I'll tell you the the one thing my son says every time he gets home from school is I want to watch He Man right now. Nice. This show went over so well with my kids that I started showing them some of the figures, and my daughter is hardcore. She wants Teela, and he he's all about He Man and Ram Mam. He thinks yeah. they're the best. So I think these are going to be in my future because, yeah, they, they enjoy this thing. Like I, I would have, I would have hoped, but it went even better than that.
1: Right. No, and that's uh, real quick here. I I have not finished the series yet, and that's not for lack of wanting to. I, I'm intrigued by what I've seen so far. I think I'm like four episodes in. Um, it, it's lack of time right now but it does seem to have gone over very well uh i'm hearing lots of good things from everybody who's seen it lots of kids really responding warmly to it and uh, Mm -hmm. the sooner they get these toys on shelves the better because i have a feeling there's a lot of kids even that aren't that aren't our kids you know masters fans kids that are probably checking this out Mm because it's but it's everything I've seen so far it's well written it's got some good nods uh to the classic stuff and uh some some good writing and storytelling but we'll get into it probably in the next episode episode yeah. seventy four uh we'll really yeah. get deep into it but it's cool to see the little nods like panther you know on the motorcycle, the road ripper the sky sled colors you know i mean uh orco orco is great. He he mm-hmm. he looks awesome. I love the twist they did on him with being a robot and everything else. Um, Ram Man's a fun character. Crass. I mean, she's just and and I don't view her as like taking the place of or taking away from Ram Man. Um, it's just it just she's she's a good character. So very well done, mm-hmm. and we'll get more into that. But the figures look fun. They each have your your master's action, you know. Excuse me. Um, Very well done. Can't wait to see what else they got coming out for that. Uh, All right. Origins is coming to Mattel Creations. Now, that means a couple things. So, according to the panel at PowerCon, not only... Not only are we going to have the obviously the like the triclops, the fan vote winner that we're showing here. Um but apparently the regular origins figures are also going to be available online at Mattelcreations.com um, in an effort to try and help the distribution. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. There's, there was no more details other than that. But, the big thing they did tout is that uh, obviously Triclops has come and gone now. He was available the Monday after PowerCon. Uh, great great artwork, emulating that old mini-comic. Came with the Warrior's Ring and he's painted in the mini-comic colors. So uh, one wonderful display. Did, did you end up getting one? No. Um,
0: I've seen, uh, there's been people who've been posting their photos in the groups. And, uh, I, I saw there are a lot of people that are happy. And then there are some that weren't the happiest because there is more paint slop on that figure than other ones, apparently. But, um, like the mm. sash and yeah, stuff I see like that. There's a lot of color there, in there. So there's, there's a lot of color and there's a lot of details, and i saw one where i was like wow I, i'm amazed qc and and i'm not i'm not trying to do the whole you know well that's great cuz it's a line i don't care about but it is like a you know if this is a exclusive thing you would think that there would be a little more qc with that but um but i honestly again if i was a kid i probably would have gone in for that one and yeah. the trap jaw and the you know the the flesh tones Stratos versus the ones that we got when we were kids. Cause those were the ones in the comics at that point. And uh, so it is fun that they at least did that finally for the fans who wanted them again, I would have loved to have them as classics instead personally, but yeah. it is cool. that They're out there for everybody who wants them, especially with the new line. So
1: Exactly. So yeah, so uh, if you missed out, uh, good luck to you on that one, because I'm sure the price has skyrocketed already. But it's cool to see that, and uh, they're going to be doing more of them. So spring of 2022, uh, we're going to have uh, Wondar, the Savage He-Man, and Coldar from the uh, F- classic Filmation episode. Uh, we'll be coming to Mattel Creations. And then in fall of 2022, there will be two more uh, Mattel Creations exclusive characters. And these are going to be the deep dives. Um, mm-hmm. It's really interesting that they're doing Coldar because there was a lot of speculation that the filmation license was done now. Like the, you know... Especially with how they haven't been using the Filmation She-Ra in a a lot of stuff. They've been going back to the toy version of She-Ra. So obviously there's still some partnership going on between Mattel Mm -hmm. and NBC Universal. Um, So it'll be really interesting to see what comes next. Uh, Sean, Hmm. I know you're a big Wondar fan.
0: (laughs) I I don't know. Him, maybe. I, I... I I have so I, I have the scarlet glow that you got me, and that's yep. pretty much it. But in the case of that, yeah, I I might actually pull the trigger on him, but maybe leave him in package or something. That, and I don't typically do that, but it's like, eh,
1: that one that one would just be fun to have, I think. Well, and especially if they continue this kind of packaging, like that full mm-hmm. color artwork, the mailer box, yep. you know. Yep. Yeah, these might actually be pretty cool just to leave on the shelf. I mean, that triclops art is gorgeous. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. that's the pull for me. I'm not even too concerned about the figure. I'm not a big fan of those colors, but that art is amazing. Excellent uh, minis mm-hmm. again. So, yeah, but it just it just again, you know, we'd speculated a long time ago that it's you know, Mattel wasn't. In the beginning Mattel didn't seem to know what it wanted from Origins. It really started off like kind of like a oh, this is supposed to be a way to get kids into the line and I think it's mutated into something more than that where they're seeing like no, we really need to keep the adults and really give the adult collector their their stuff here. Um and so it's nice that they're kind of keeping the retail offerings and they're they're pushing uh, you know, the the niche characters through the website. That's a good two-pronged approach, which is, you know, something classics did lack. Classics would have definitely benefited from a retail presence. Uh, mm-hmm. Which they teased us for years, but we never got. So, uh, I really think Mattel's go- getting to a good place here. Uh, and then, of course, the big news out of the weekend for a lot of people was that Sun Man in the Rulers of the Sun are joining the masters of the universe. Um, for those of you who don't know, Sun Man was an 80s toy line from Olmec Toys, um, featuring African American and other ethnic superheroes. Uh, it was created, I forget her name off the top of my head, but basically, uh, a mom created it because her, her son was saying that there are no superheroes that look like him. And so she created this whole line, um, Kind of a step above the bootlegs, even though it, it is obviously, or the knockoffs, you know, it is obviously the bodybuild is Masters-inspired, like mini toys of the time. But I put it a step above your kind of four as a T and stuff like that. Um, because it was, it is their own arts. It is their own storyline. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, so they released an exclusive Sunman. In very similar fashion to the Shira from last year, uh, it's got the removable card back that folds out into a comic panel. Kind of going over, kind of the premises where Sun is from, introduces his main villain, Pighead, and uh, just kind of sets up the universe. But they did say that this is not just going to be an exclusive; they will be going deep into this line, which had you know. A handful of secondary characters. They had the villain. Like this is not a one-off. They are making Sunman figures, so that was interesting.
0: Yeah, i I never heard of Sunman when I was a kid. Maybe I did. Me I don't either.
1: know. I, I I got
0: a little bit into some of the like the Remco figures. They had like Warlord yeah. and Iraq and all those guys. And I got some of those when I was growing up. And I had the the Black Star figures too. Uh, and Because yeah. they came out around the same uh, I, What was that, gloob I want to say um, yeah. So they came out around the same Time because of Masters And the big push there And I swore I saw Sunman One way or the other. I, I know he's been in my Periphery with yeah. all this stuff Um <laughs> But, you know, there is something really cool about that origin story of the line of just the mom wanting to do right by her kid to give the kid a hero, you know, right. that that's a really cool thing. And then on top of that, um this again, we talked about it on I want to say an episode or two back where I was like, well, maybe this opens the door to, hey, there's going to be four as teeth figures maybe eventually and they're going to, you know, shove those into the line, too. And that would be, a, honestly, that would be a draw for me because it's just so wacky that why not, you know, right. it'd, it'd just be like, I I don't, I didn't get them in classes, but they'd be fun to have one way or the other. And I'm not, I'm not hunting down the originals, just, you know, having a version of them would be kind of fun.
1: Yeah. And there's a lot of support for that kind of stuff. Like, you know, so yeah, if people, if people want it make it, Mattel, come on, um, <laughs> yeah like i said i i don't recall this i've heard of this line over the years of collecting but i don't recall it from childhood or anything but it's great that they're that they're bringing it out there they're getting some diversity out there i mean that's all that's all wonderful so and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of positive reaction a lot of people are looking forward to this full line so Mm -hmm. all right all right mega constructs everybody who was worried that you know oh that's it the line's over no, it absolutely is not. Um again, they're just rebrand they're getting away from the heroes line, and they are just going straight on Masters of the Universe. So right off the bat here, we got a new um what are those Skeletor skulls. This one is mm-hmm. the slime pit, so it comes with your translucent slime pit? He man. I'm already sold on translucency. And you'll be able to build the, the dinosaur skull and the claw. And uh, it's got a nice green interior along with dripping slime coming down from the skull. Um, I've got all these already. They're great little sets. Ten bucks. You get a figure in mm-hmm. a little play set. I mean, there's no reason not to. And did I mention that it's translucent? Because that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I almost
0: recall hearing that, but yeah, it is it is really cool to see this
1: actually. Absolutely. Uh, and they're they're getting deep. They're getting ready to go. Uh, so then we got the Land Shark along with nice. Battle Armor Skeletor and Roboto and his classic toy colors. Because the single card mm-hmm. one had the mini comics, um, and they did say that when you roll the Land Shark, the mouth will do the snap, snap, snap. So. They are probably one of the most true to features as they can out of any of the lines right now. Uh, mm-hmm. These Mega Construct guys really put it in. Definitely. Uh, and the next big place, or set that we have coming is Monstroid, that comes with a Hordak, a she and the uh, comic blue tunicked Prince Adam. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they're This is great. the
0: first She-Ra figure. It's the first She-Ra,
1: the first Hordak. Yep, first Hordak. The yeah. second Adam, with that blue tunic. Um, I like that they're including him.
0: Uh, I I, yeah. I I do. I just I like that they did it. They did it with classics. They did it with origins, and now this. And I like that that is now the the repetition of that is showing. Yeah, there is that version and i know for me especially i love that version when i was a kid and when we saw him in filia i was like huh yeah." <laughs> it's like that that should be a prince adam what's going on
1: here you know and stuff
0: so, so it's great that they're they're using him again
1: exactly and they you know now they're introducing the Horde, you know monstroid. Mm-hmm. there's there's a poll like who who would that's probably the only Monstroid we'll see again i mean he's not he's not a huge character but he's fun you know and and, and the, <laughs> Yeah,
0: can you imagine the Mega Constructs uh, um, Freight Zone? Oh, wow. <laughs> that's going to be a headache and a half for anybody trying to build it with how crazy that thing looks. And up. they would go, especially full, if they do the filmation one, you know. It's, they would,
1: <laughs> they would go full go with I mean, that's the thing; these guys are really, mm-hmm. and, and let's be honest here, the scale helps, right? Because they are smaller. Yeah. So, I mean, a Monstroid will only be, you know, the size of a small vehicle. For, like, Origins, whereas a Monstroid for Origins would be a big, hefty piece. So, yep. uh, yeah, they're uh, using the minifigure scale. It really helps them be able to do a lot of this stuff. Um, and then they will be having a life-size Mega Constructs Havoc Staff that you can build <laughs> and hold. It is designed for you to hold it, wield it. They do not suggest doing battle with it. <laughs> <laughs> but That's it looks fun. Yeah, it's just it's fun stuff. So I and I imagine a power sword is going to be right around the corner as well. Um and then they teased the Mega Construct Snake Mountain, which as you can see here is Um obviously when they're when they're figuring out designing it, they're just using random pieces. Um so it's not the right colors, but you can see that it's it's very classics inspired. Like they did with their gray skull. Um, mm-hmm. Shrunken down. Great activity. There's going to be lots of little set pieces in there. Um, and that we probably got a good year or so left before that would see shelves at the earliest. Mm-hmm. But they're going for it. I mean, so I i got to imagine Crystal Castle, Snake Mountain are, are right around. Or, I mean, Crystal Castle and Fright Zone, at least the toy one, is probably right around the corner. Mm hmm. Uh, all right, so that's our origins mega constructs. Uh, lots of good stuff. I'm telling. I I love that uh, that mega constructs line. It's one of my favorite ones. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's take a look at Mondo next. I know this is a line. I don't think you have any of these, do you? I don't have any Mondo. Not
0: not so far.
1: Not so far. Interesting. <laughs> Uh so right off the bat they finally revealed their trap jaw. Um he's he looks great. I think they're mm. really nailing their looks now. Um I know in the beginning there and we'll come back to it in a minute, but in the beginning there with He-Man and Skeletor, He-Man especially in my opinion, they kind of went a little too far. Um mm-hmm. But now I feel like they're really kind of nailing the aesthetic of these guys and where to pull from, what to exaggerate, what, you know what I mean? Like they're really, they're really feeling the, the characters now, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it, it goes back to when we got the reveals and for 2000X. It's like, you know, Trapjaw was always one that I saw a certain way as a kid. And then when you see what you can do with them, if you put more, creativity and a little Mm -hmm. bit more oomph into the sculpt and this this one definitely shows you know you can you could still have some fun with this design
1: yeah um
0: it looks updated modern yet at the same time it has like aesthetics where it's just like no that still feels like home right and that was what i was missing from the line initially that didn't have me jumping onto it man at arms was the first where i was like oh my god that's cool Right, but I'm like, I don't want Man at Arms before I get He Man. That just <laughs> it's it's that whole the hierarchy thing, you know. And it yep. was driving me crazy. Like they got an amazing Man at Arms, but that He Man just was not working for me. And then here would have been another case of point, like Trap jaws, but He Man yeah. isn't working for me. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: yeah, and just, and just the little things, you know, they did that. They gave the helmet a bit of a flair to it. They replaced the fur loincloth with a plate mail loincloth. You know, stuff like that where it's like, you know, the colors are very spot on. So mm-hmm. uh, he's got all, uh, many attachments. Uh, he looks great. I'm going to find out how many of these I can afford, apparently. <laughs> um, And then we have... Oh, and they teased the Horde Trooper. Concept art. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! I can't <laughs> and even army imagine. building. <laughs> uh, right, because you can't just
0: have one horde. Uh huh. Well, that, that's the thing. Like in the case of a line like this, I mean, you know, no matter what, I I know there are people out there that love them, but it's like these are shelf. They eat your shelves up. They, they're oh, absolutely, space eaters. You know, yeah, these are all so, one six
1: scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, uh, I I could only see doing, if I had Hordex, I'd be like, I got two Horde Troopers on either side, I'm good to go. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be trying to do further than maybe four at the most, because, man, that's like half your shelves devoted to just that,
1: then. Yeah. But I remember as a kid, I only had one Horde Trooper, and it always bugged me. Same here. I can't, I can't <laughs> just have one. <laughs> but my mom always said, "I well, you have that figure already. But it's the yep. horde trooper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, w- I would
1: need at least two. And they said they said that they are. That was one of the questions I was asked uh, after me at the at the panel, and they said, "Don't worry, they are taking army building into account when they make the quantity uh, for the horde trooper." So, okay. Uh, next up, they finally showed off. A uh, more completed Shira ra um, comes with many accessories. She comes with mm-hmm. three headdresses, uh, filmation, vintage toy, and then their kind of up, upgrade on it. Uh, her mm-hmm. her outfit is very inspired. She comes with <clears throat> swappable skirt piece that resembles more the original toy cowl uh, comes with her. She comes with two swords. One that looks like the He-Man Mondo sword. And then one that is very much the Filmation sword. Uh, the shield, the Comax, and a sheath. Um, she looks fabulous. It's It's a great take on her. And, you know, me, I'm always, if I'm, if nothing else I have to get, my heavy hitters you know my main characters so this is one i will probably end up picking up as well i do have she. go ahead go ahead i'm just gonna say i do have skeletor right now that is the one mondo figure that i have
0: she was one that i i was saying you know she might be uh, a possibility for me even though i'm not a huge sheaver fan but just looking at the sculpt looking at the the details and everything else and so far like uh, it hasn't had me going ooh, but it has been going this I like this direction I yeah. really aesthetically this is really working for me on a lot of levels um, so uh, it, it uh, honestly what what's been the price point on these usually uh, Do you know usually
1: around 250.
0: See, that's that's one of those things that it's like with uh, the hardest part for me right now is catching up with all the Mythic Legion stuff I'm doing. Yeah. And then it's like I just got over that hump and now I'm like, oh, God. But these thankfully aren't the same as Mythic Legions where it's like, oh, and then there's another one right around the corner that I need, you know, versus these are they're spaced out in their in their uh, releasing and everything. At least right. There. But but yeah, I, I'd love to see all of it, you know, painted up and, and all the way that they present it usually. I wanna I want to see those images. But it's definitely a strong direction.
1: Uh let me let me recant that a little bit because I was thinking of the the power exclusive Hordak. Um, but he seems to be a little higher. Um so it looks like Man at Arms was 189. Uh, nice. I've got Faker for 159. So, uh, yeah. Gotcha. The Hordak, the Powercon exclusive, was 250. But the regular, okay. The regular Hordak I'm showing around 200, 219, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, gotcha. If if she's a regular release, she might be more closer to 200, which at that price, mm. 50 bucks does make a bit of a difference. But, um, and then. The part mm-hmm. where I said, oh, shit, I'm in trouble.
0: That's, that's what I said, too, when I is saw
1: this one. They are coming out with a deluxe He-Man 1.6 mm-hmm. scale figure from Mondo, shown here in a very, very traditional armor, loincloth, boots, concept art by Emiliano Santalucia Lucia. Uh, looks phenomenal. Little tweaks here and there kind of upgrading and everything, you know, longer loincloth, Cloth, but it's very much he You look at it. And it's like, this is he, man. This is the figure I wanted from Mondo originally. And now I am in trouble.
0: Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Cause, uh, that one, when, when they, when they unveiled it and I saw that these images, yeah. Uh, Emiliano was the one on Facebook that, that, posted it and said, I, I did some work on this one. And my first question was, okay, so are they doing the leather loincloth again, or are we getting the furry loincloth? Cause it does, like you yeah. said, it, it goes down further, more like 2000 X. Yep. And, and his response to me was, I, I illustrated it as a furry loincloth. Yep. It was not Never leather. And that minute was the one where I'm like, Oh, I'm in trouble because right. I, I was not a fan I didn't mind the colors of the original one. It's just the aesthetics of the original one which right. drove me nuts. And on top of that, I don't know if you have another photo, but I know there's some more to this one that made me go, oh,
1: crap. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> you also, so not only do you have the classic armor, yep. but you get the Thunder Punch armor, full yep. backpack. And, and if you notice, they even have the swap out bracers. The regular He Man had his, you know, his, his. Longer one and the regular one. one. Yeah. And then the Thunder Punch has the two uh, shorter ones. ones with the white dots. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have the battle and... armor. Yeah. Um, again, it'll be swappable plates. Especially with this. I mean, this is one figure. One figure, all these yeah. armors. So, yeah. So you'll get the classic, the battle armor, and the Thunder Punch, and the Thunder Punch lightning uh, fist accessory. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> that that one, uh, even if I don't have any other ones, that one actually, I yeah. depending on the price point, because now the, the main thing here, we were just talking prices on the other ones, and those were pretty much, here's the figure. They weren't right. giving you all these other options for display like this, so it does make me wonder what will be, but... Yeah, like you said, I'm in trouble, because this is way more the way I've been wanting it to be ever since they started this line.
1: That is a have to get.
0: So, here's the question.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) I've got a question for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's a
1: He-Man without a battle Cat?
0: And that's the thing. If I if I go in on, on the He-Man one, I have a feeling that I might have to do a Battle Cat one. Yes, I don't man. know about getting everything else, but I, those two because this <sighs> looks this looks awesome. This this looks like so, classics for me was the pinnacle. Even I know everybody likes the Revelation. I still like classics because it feels way yeah. the way I wanted it to be. This is like this is the daddy of classics now the way that it looks. Yeah, so we it's got 1-6 one,
1: one scale Battle cap, fully articulated, fully removable armor. So you can, do, you can do the armor on. He even comes with some nice leg armor, wrist armor,
0: however mm-hmm. you want to look
1: at it. But you can take that off if you don't want it. And then it would be pure classic Battle Cat. Um, and then it's got swappable heads. It's got its classic helmet. It's got a a Mondo designed helmet, which is kind of 2000x to me, but it kind of, it covers the sides of his face too. For those of you who mm-hmm. are listening to audio, then it's got the unmasked head, and then it also has a Cringer head, and well, I know the Cringer Cub figure will be mm-hmm. the Mondo exclusive. I think the Cringer face as well. I think it's the Cringer face and the Cringer cub, uh, the Filmation animated series look and face. I believe those are both going to be the Mondo shop exclusives, but I know at least the cub for sure, as I remember. Um, so many options.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm in trouble too I'm in trouble. Too. This, I'm getting that he man, and the thing is, that. they said they said they're shooting again. They are shooting, so don't hold me to this. But they're only shooting for a three hundred dollar price point on this for a one six scale fully articulated battle cat. Uh, that...
0: Honestly, <laughs> with all those, with all that, and then I'll, I want to also, I'm curious weight on it. Oh, it's um, gotta be it's gonna it's gonna be that thing is gonna be able to probably kill a child if it falls on it because <laughs> it's i mean it, it, I mean I saw the images of it i they they had the um they had something in the mondo case I want to say didn't they have like the i yeah, I don't I mean, know maybe I'm wrong look at that but but no but but just looking at how big that thing was yeah, yeah, yeah I like I, I I would. I, I honestly think that this is where they got me on these. Uh and hopefully they don't release them at the same time. Hopefully that, no. like that is like earlier in the year. Hopefully he man's at the end or vice versa, because if they do it where it's both at the same time, there's no way I'm gonna be able to do it.
1: But yes. unless um, they offer a nice bundle deal, that might entice
0: me. That that would be nice, but I ugh. um Yeah. But yeah, this this for me is this is where i wanted it to be in the and it's like you know what's funny to me is mondo was the line where i didn't give hardly any thought to it because they didn't win me over at first and every honestly every release since then skeletor was good yeah but i felt like he wasn't like wow the way that i felt like this version of skeletor would look same with even the Scareglow and stuff and here we are looking at these going like no this is they hit the money pot on this. Yeah, they. they like, figured it out. Yeah. So no. I, I mean, that, the only the only thing is what that face sculpt's going to be for He-Man. Yeah, because I know it's a different expression in the illustration, but if we see the original head sculpt on him and everything else is uh, upgraded, no, I, that I think that's might a whole.
1: I maybe. think that's a whole new head. I, think I hope so. I'm hoping. Uh, so what's a, what's a He-Man without a Battle Cat? What's a battle cat without a panther? Yeah. jeez. Um, again, all this concept art is by Emiliano Santalucia. So you've got panther, you've got the green armor, you've got, he's got the leg armor as well. Um, and then it's going to come again with a variety of heads, uh, an unmasked head. And I can't... Yeah, there's two unmasked head. There's more of a filmation-looking panthor, and then more of just kind of like a cat panthor. Mm-hmm. Then it comes with the helmeted head, front with that classics helmet, the green one with the horns coming out of it. Mm-hmm. And then they created a new one where panthor is wearing the skull of a saber-toothed tiger, which is an interesting, uh, in- interesting design choice. I never would have thought about it, but... Mm-hmm. I kind of like it, especially looking at that to me. I'm like, okay, so that's like 2000 X Panther's helmet where he's like, look, Battlecat, I'm wearing, you know, because Battlecat was a lot more saber toothed in that series. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like him, like, giving the middle paw to the, to Battlecat. Look, <laughs> I'm wearing, I'm wearing a skull of one of your green tigers, you know? Yeah. So that's... Now this one, I'm, I, I think I can be good with skipping. Panthor has mm-hmm. never, well, he's always been cool. He's never I've never viewed Skeletor and Panther, Panthor as Yin and Yang as He-Man and Battle Cat. Yeah. The
0: the only time for me that Skeletor, or, or yeah, that Panthor became like a I really want one was once I got a classics one. Yeah. And, and my the the first classics one I got was actually i wasn't told this when i got it it was in a trade but it was broken Uh. so when i went to adjust the arms his whole leg just came or yeah the arms i'm talking about when i adjusted the one leg the leg just came right off because it was super glued in so Uh. then i was on the quest for panthor for about six months or so yeah and that was like my must-have classics for a while but I agree completely. Like Skeletor, I don't see as... as the in the, it's not peanut butter and jelly the way no. He Man and Battle Cat are. You know, it's not
1: the sidekick. It's it's yeah, exactly. To Skeletor, he is a mount. He is a ferocious animal that he uses. He is not mm-hmm. you know. Whereas He Man and Battle Cat have always been Batman and Robin to me. You know exactly. So, but he looks cool. If I if I had the money, yeah, I probably would get him. But again, it's like with a line this priced. That's price this high. I've gotta pick and choose. So. Oh
0: yeah, agreed.
1: <laughs> All right. So after Panthor. oh, and that cut off a little bit there, but they did show off the classic Scare Glow that's coming out, and the mm-hmm. Revelation inspired tune Skeletor. Um. Again, both very nice. Fa- now this. Again, I'm in trouble. This is the scare glow that I was hoping to get. That that mm-hmm. first one they released, it's it was nice, but you know it still seemed a, a bit. You know it, it was predominantly black with the mm-hmm. white bones instead of white with the black bones, if that makes sense. And and it had that updated scythe and everything. Um, it looks cool, but it didn't grab me as much. But now, looking at this scare Glow, especially seeing it in the case, I'm like, "All right, he looks cool, and he's glow in the dark, <laughs> and there's all that white glow in the darkness on him. He's gonna look awesome in the case." Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and I, again, you know, I do like him quite a lot now. Uh, now that you know, with classics, with Revelation, everything. But he's one where I could still like. Th- for me, Mondo is definitely turning into. Just give me the the deluxe give me the deluxe battle cat. Yeah, and I can I can call it a day, and then maybe I'll look back eventually and go maybe this maybe that eventually. Yeah. But um, it depends on what it is cool.
1: Too. Hopefully, they're exactly. well enough apart. Oh.
0: i need to recoup it's that it's that meme of a uh, tiger king
1: i'm never gonna financially
0: recover no. from this It's like you know especially i i didn't even get to go to power so i'm not having to recoup from that but i'm recouping from uh mythic legions and i'm also like oh god there's pre-orders for that coming up now all this stuff for next year and it's like uh oh. i'm
1: trying to get out of debt not yeah. trying to get, <laughs> get further into debt. but you guys aren't helping no Ugh. and the and the Revelation Skeletor, he looks awesome. It's that's not a rabbit hole I'm gonna dive down. I've got Masterverse Skeletor, which I think is amazing. Um but they they did him upright. Again, they didn't just slap a bunch of reused parts on there. They made him his own parts, they made him screen accurate. He comes with a variety of different facial expressions, hands, everything else. They did a great mm-hmm. job. Again, just high price line. I've gotta, you know, draw a line somewhere um
0: if if they would have put if they would have shown a he-man to him that might have been a little bit of a oh god for me too because i do like the design of the yeah. revelation he-man um but i and i, I got sure it yeah oh if they did this one how could he not but mm-hmm. it, it is it is weird I feel like um, this is a line that I felt like it was trying to do its own thing and do this is this is the mondo take on this stuff. Yeah. And now here's the revelation, Skeletor, and it's almost like, are they going to turn this into something where you walk into Fye and you can find these eventually? No, because, that would be trouble. Well, that but but like that to now is like a more mainstream looking version of Skeletor versus it being yeah. a collector looking version. So, uh, you know, there is that part of it going like, maybe, maybe they're trying to branch out and do something along those lines where it can be a, more at, at not mass retail, but specialty retail, yeah. you know, like, uh, like um, hot topic or, or FYE or whatever. Um. No. That that's a curiosity. And that's the one I was talking about. So you got it. Okay. There you cool. go. He that thing is gonna be so freaking big. Yeah, Battlecat so. is gonna take up like half of a shelf by
1: itself. So, oh at least. At least. I mean look at, at, at the, I mean, look at that. He-Man is is up on him, his feet are nowhere near the ground. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, Lord. and even even look at the size of Cowl, too, because I think he looked a little smaller in the slide, but he comes uh-huh. up to She-Ra's knees. I mean, there's and Battlecat's head, the top of Battle Cat's helmet is even with Shira's face. I mean that's he stands tall, he's bulky, he's articulated. Oh
0: we're so screwed. We are so screwed.
1: <laughs> that's the last of that. But
0: yeah, and uh
1: and and even <laughs> Even like I said, like you know you're saying maybe f y a maybe hot topic, these things are so much harder to say no to in person. Let me tell you what um
0: so i the the closest to that I've gotten is the the toy guy that I go to every now and then he got a faker in, yeah from mondo, and when I went in the last time, it was already gone, so yeah. I didn't even get to see it that way. But you know, I appreciate what they're doing, and and this is one of those lines that I always was like, I kind of wanted to get into it, but I just wasn't as impressed by it for the right. price point. And now, no. now they're hitting their stride. and It's like, oh, shit! Now you're doing this, right? And I wasn't ready for. <laughs> now I'm in
1: trouble. Well, I'll tell you. you now know, I'm in trouble. I that that Mondo booth, you know, they were selling. Well, they were selling the pre-order for the exclusive Hordeck. Which I didn't get a picture mm-hmm. of in here, but it's, it's the same as the Hordeck they released, but he's blue skinned. Blue, and he yeah. Can, he comes with the, the imp accessory. Mm-hmm. Um, But that that line coming out of there, all day Saturday, most of the day Sunday, was like wrapped, because they were kind of on the end of the side aisle, so they, they like wrapped all the way around and up, like two aisles. And it was a long line, I'm like, I, I and I told myself too I'm like cuz I couldn't really get up too close. These pictures were taken last day. So I was up there I was finally able to get up to a case without obstruction. Took some pictures of the case. Got to really look at everybody together. Mhm. And there was no line at this point. It was late in the day Sunday. And so I'm I'm thinking they well they must be they must have sold out of the Hordak finally cuz he was he was very limited. I think it was only like 800 or 1000 pieces. I think it was 800. Mm-hmm. Uh 800 pieces in uh, and so I'm saying they're looking, and like, and there's a the couple workers there just, you know, until they finally get a chance to breathe after all weekend, because so that was probably the mm-hmm. busiest booth, because they were one of the, you know, the horsemen were also very busy, they were selling off the Mythic Legion's, uh, Mode tributes but, you know, they, those are pretty much kind of the only two that really had, like, big exclusives, and, yeah. um, and they had one of the, the blue Hordex there on, uh, in, in package, done, you know, on the table there. And I'm like, and I just said to them, oh, you guys must have sold out, huh? And they go, nope, we still got some left. <laughs> and then they look at you. <laughs> and it is very hard to say no in, when you're looking at him. And yeah. so I caved and I have a blue PowerCon exclusive Mondo Horde <laughs> on the way. So, <laughs> oh,
0: you were the right person at the right time for that booth. They're just like, you know, you want this stuff. Well, and
1: that's, you? And that's what it was. I told myself, I'm I'm like, well, I'll wait and see. You know, I'm not going to stand in line for it. But but sure enough, they still had some. Uh, uh, and whatever was left over went up for sale last week. And I did not pay attention to that. I'm, it had to have sold out by now. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: so yeah, so I have Skeletor and Hordak. I, I'll have to get She-Ra and He-Man and Battle Cat, and like I said, that Scareglow is really tempting, and I don't know from there. But <laughs> this looks like by the end of next year, I will have quite a bit to show from this line. All right, last up, we have the Masterverse figures. Mm-hmm. And they're going to keep coming. So, right off the bat, we got three new deluxe figures coming this next year. We've got a confidential one to be revealed soon. We've got Trapjaw, and we've got Triclops, who both are going to include their Techno Colt robe outfits, along with the parts to make their classic outfits as well. Nice. That is a nice way to do it. Uh, especially with mm-hmm. those guys where you can do some swapping. Um, so yeah, that's, it, they look great. I can't remember which pictures I got. Um, yeah, I do have that. So yeah, Triclops will come in that, that. Like I showed off with Faker in our last episode, that wider box. He'll come in his classic outfit, which I think is the right choice for those men on card collectors. Um, But he looks great. I mean, he's got all the, he's got the two heads, he's got alternate hands, the robes, the green armor, the sword. I can't wait. He looks awesome. It's probably gonna be one of the best Triclops figures to date.
0: Mm -hmm. Looks like. The versatility, <laughs> yeah. I I just I, I get a kick out of the fact they're letting you do both, and they're not having it be oh we're we're gonna release one that's normally right. triclops, and then re- so that's yeah. I do appreciate that.
1: Uh, and then the other deluxe figure we're getting a King Gray Skull. He will be a Target exclusive. Uh, he comes with two heads, extra hands. Cloth cape with wire in it so that you can pose it, you know, played out, blowing Mm -hmm. in the wind. Uh, Fur on the, real fur on the cape, and he comes with the two halves of the power sword in their animated-looking form, the dark and the light half, uh, before they're combined. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he looks cool. I can't wait to get him. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely looks cool. (laughs) Uh, And then we have the new Eternia figures. Uh, New Eternia is original character designs inspired by classic Masters of the Universe concepts. It launches an action figure form first with more stories possibly down the road. So these are the figures that have been kind of leaked online as uh, Viking He-Man and Barbarian Skeletor. Where we all thought they were just doing uh, Vikor and Demoman, basically. Was the mm-hmm. big speculation. Uh, but it's actually kind of them taking and doing their own twist on them. Uh, Skeletor looks very, very classic, really. Except he's got a different kind of... A more armored chest harness with a cape. And then he's got a helmet on. Um, and then He-Man... Almost has more of a Vicron chest harness, uh, leather loincloth, uh, shoulder pauldrons, and uh, a very Vicor inspired helmet. And then they both come with their more vintage looking heads and a variety of weapons, extra hands, and everything. And so this is going to be their first. You know, they said Masterverse is going to be, you know, it can encompass all brands, all lines. Mm -hmm. Even though up until now. It's only been mass or uh, revelations. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about these two yet.
0: I, I'm 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 of like a couple different minds. I love that they're going in a different direction because yeah. my biggest complaint ever since being able to voice my opinion on a podcast (laughs) has been, we just keep going to the same well all the time. And it's, it's annoying for me after a while. And, uh, you know, it's like, let's, let's change it up a little bit. Let's do something different. I mean, other brands are allowed to do that. We're just stuck with filmation for the most part. So this is interesting to me on like, a okay. You know, like this almost, I feel like they have to tell a story now. Mm-hmm. And they have to make the story something that isn't what we already know, which is similar to the new cartoon. Right. And that would actually have my attention a lot more. Um, the designs aren't wowing me, but they're also enough to make me go, well, that's fun. That's at yeah. least you're playing with the ideas behind these figures and these characters and you're turning them into something where they look similar, but you're like, but that isn't the traditional what's going on here. You know? Um but at the same time, I, you know, I'm still not a hundred percent on the uh, even the revelation, or uh, sorry, the Masterverse line. Even I'm in a weird place in my fandom, <laughs> so that's a big part of my problem. Because Origins hasn't fit the bill for me. Uh, Masterverse still hasn't a hundred percent done much for me either. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Mondo and going, now you might be the love of my life. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me on this? But <laughs> these, these are fun. And if I saw them, I'd at least want to pick them up and maybe I'll, maybe I'd get the two of them uh, and just have them as like, it's fun to have a different variation, maybe. But yeah. Again, sto- this this brings more story idea into it if nothing else. Yeah, probably. I'm
1: excited for that part. I was I was mean the designs, same thing. I'm not 100% sold on the designs, but all the Masterverse figures I've seen so far look even better in person. So, Yeah. And and I'm liking the line a lot. I I I'm going to be collecting it all, I'm sure. And again, it's in retail. You can see it. Mm-hmm. It's harder to pass on it when you can see it. Um but yeah, well, actually,
0: uh, the the one that I'll have a hard time saying no to if I saw him was actually King Grayskull.
1: Yeah. Because seeing oh, those yeah, colors
0: awesome. pop and everything, I mean, that's that's one where I feel like, yes, you need to come home with me. And uh, the other ones, it's, it's like, let's just see what they do. Like you said, when I see them in person, yeah. it'll be different versus how we see them online.
1: No, exactly. Um, yeah, I kind of see where they're pulling from for these concepts. For me, it will come down to the story. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll just have to wait and see what that story is. But it sure sounds like they have a plan, at least, um, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. And the and the stuff they're doing with the cloth goods on this uh, in this line, you know, Skelly God's got that awesome cloth cape that flows real well and displays really well. Uh, King mm-hmm. Grayskull has the wired cape. Triclops's robes are actually robes. I'm sure Trap Jaw's mm-hmm. will be too. Looks like I'm sure this is a fabric cape on this Skeletor here. Um, they're really pushing some neat design stuff uh, with these figures. Mm-hmm. All right. And next up, we have more Master Universe on the way in 2022. And we're teased with all the different packaging for Masterverse. Again, remember, they said this is going to be many lines. So you've got the standard blue fading into black Masterverse packaging. But the first one is has the Revelation logo. The second one has the new Eternia logo. Then we have a Princess of Power logo, which also has She-Ra least as a character. And then we have the new CGI He-Man in the Masters of the Universe logo. So... Uh, uh. It looks like, again, they started out Revelation heavy, but beyond, you know, the few waves that are announced, it looks like they're going to be dipping in quick into some other stuff, uh, which is exciting. I'd love to see a Ashura in this line. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, obviously the new Eternia stuff, I can't wait to see what they do with those characters. Um, And then, Sean, I think you might have some ideas on that last one,
0: well, and that's, we, we talked about it privately, but for me, um, with the, the CGI He Man series, I've watched it probably three or four times through with my kids already because my son absolutely loves that show. Yeah. And I cannot wait to get a Tricla. Uh, yeah. I did it again, Trap Jaw. <laughs> Beast, Beast Man especially. Those two for me as, as the villains are amazing. Their, their designs and my son apparently is deciding to be email man right now. Um, <laughs> the designs of those characters on the show and even, even Cronus on the show. yeah, All of those are ones where I'm like I really want them on my shelves because are they are they traditional? No. But right. the designs keep so much of the spirit but also they twist it in a way where you're like, this is now a whole new version of this to make me go, I like this. Because, like, it, they showed it even on the, the trailer. Trapjaw opens his mouth, and he's yep. got rotating teeth yeah. now, like chainsaws almost. And um, in the case of Beastman, Beastman looks and feels the way I've always wanted Beastman to, do, to feel and look like. Yeah. So... Yeah, they they might have me on this one, and and especially if they do a Tila, my daughter is never going to let me leave that at the toy store. That has to come home with us.
1: Yeah, so. no, I'm I'm excited for I'm excited for all the potential this line has, and mm-hmm. the smart thing that they did here is to label it all under the Masterverse brand. That way they Agreed. don't have to sit there with the retailers and go like, "Can we get a Princess of Power line in here now? Can we get a New mm-hmm. Eternia line in here now?" To the retailers it's oh no, it's just the next wave of Masterverse. You know?
0: Exactly. Same Uh, reason
1: Yeah, same reason Marvel does the legends and DC Universe did the classics. Like that way we can just do the figures and not have to worry about constantly selling, oh, here's a Spider Man line, let's do a Captain America line, let's do No, we've got our space, we can do whatever we want and we can just keep product coming without that Mm -hmm. delay as we discontinue one line, start a new line, you know.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I I guess the other thing that opens up to me then is it it seems to me the new attorney and ones are going to keep the same basic articulation and bucks. They're just adding new details to it. When they get into the new CGI show, they're going to have to throw the, the, the uh, tooling out the window and come up with new tooling to make that look the way it is. So then that also makes me go. So if they went and did a 2000 X line, yeah, or if they even did vintage inspired and and do something yeah. that is this scale to compared to what Origins is doing, I that's what makes me excited because then we're not just getting the same buck every time, which I know it's a cost saving measure yeah. for Mattel and they, they I get it, but there is an element of but those had an aesthetic yeah. that it worked in those lines that you need to keep an aspect of that to it versus. Here's the Masterverse buck every time you see these new waves. Now, maybe they will go that route. It could be the Masterverse version of, here's Masterverse CGI He-Man if you don't like the kid's toy. Well, here's him looking the way he would if he was not as cartoony looking. But I'm kind of hoping they keep the cartooniness alive. Whoops. In that, as I kill myself. So that's just my
1: yeah, It'll be that's me throwing to it out there. It'll be interesting to see what they do, because I know even in, I mean, obviously that was for Horsemen on the Classics line, but they were able to reuse some parts on figures that you wouldn't think they'd be able to. So there are yes. ways of kind of blending. Um, so, But hopefully that's a way to, to to cause that, right? Like, okay, we can get to the CGI He-Man aesthetic by using, you know, these this piece, this piece, and this piece, but then doing new arms, or new whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, but by utilizing that same buck as much as they can, or even using you know, thighs, or ankles, or something off of it, then mm-hmm. that'll help keep it down. But yeah, I, I hope they go, I mean, the Revelation stuff so far has been Revelation. So, the new Eternia stuff, you know, yeah, obviously it shares the same basic buck, but they really went for it with the armor and the accessories, so I'm hoping as they come out, they will try and match the aesthetics. Yeah, um, but yeah, it just it's it's a great line with great potential. And so the next wave of Revelation that's coming out, the regular wave, will be Fisto, Scareglow, Andra, and Stinkor, mm-hmm. and they they all look great. They had them in the uh, in the case at PowerCon. I saw them up in close and in-person. Um, they look like everything you'd expect them to. Scareglow's got some color differences from his exclusive one, and, of course, the packaging. Um, Andrew's got a nice blaster effect I'm a sucker for. Um, even Fisto, <laughs> again, they, you know, the I I could be wrong. I don't have a He-Man in front of me, but it looks like he's got a longer loincloth than He-Man had, you know. So mm-hmm. it, they are getting a variety of parts in here. Um, you know, Stinkor's got, got some new tooling. Scareglow's got that, that different wrapped loincloth. Andra's probably basically a new figure. He'll probably shares some, some of the arms and stuff with Tila, but I'm excited. Yeah. I'll be yeah, all I, of these.
0: I uh, I don't know about Andrew, but I I will be trying to get Fisto, Scareglow, and Stinkor. I is another one. As a kid, I wasn't that big of a deal with him, yeah. and now I, I don't know what it was. It just I think 2000x kind of changed my mind because their design of sure. him really had me going like, wait a minute, I start reassessing him, and he has that like he's borderline 2000x looking already with this. Mm-hmm. and instead of it being just a a staction yep. we have the articulation finally
1: yeah no they they all look great can't wait and then they also teased upcoming we have the classic looking tila and mm-hmm. the uh post apocalyptic merman um
0: I like this Tila. <laughs> I do. I do too. And I, I won't lie. If I got her, I'd probably have the hair down on that because that's an yeah. option. And with that second head and never have, I looked at Tila in that way before, but it would be nice to
1: have her on my shelf that way.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's,
1: it's great. Her sword, her shield look awesome. It's, she got the hair down head. um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a great figure. I'll get the other Tila, too, but this is obviously my preferred Tila, and they knocked it out of the park here with her. Um, And then Merman. Uh, Here you can really see the differences in the armor between the two. I know when we were going through the review, it was like, oh, he lost his chest armor. But they really went 2000X on his loincloth and his... his, his gauntlets and his uh, mm-hmm. leg bracers. I mean, they 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 did touch him up. He comes with a couple of weapons. Um, he'll look cool on the shelf.
0: hmm
1: Yep, and that's it. So to wrap us up here, so we know we've got King Grayskull, Trap Jaw, and Triclops coming as deluxe figures. Who do you think will be that confidential? Deluxe
0: figure. Um. Well, let's see. I mean, the last time, I I almost think maybe they're trying to not do what they did the first time around, where Skela God is just thrown out there, and everybody just knows that spoiler. So maybe, maybe it, uh, I'm I'm kind of going maybe it's maybe it's a hero because the only deluxe figure we have as a hero is uh, a Skull right now coming right. out. So maybe there's like a new version of He-Man that has to come out of the deal or uh, I don't know the other options. Like, I mean, it could be sorceress because maybe they're doing something where the wings are bigger or something. I, I don't know. Um, I'm thinking about like from the first five episodes, other than how they look, yeah. and how Bowl look, I can't think of a single other one where it makes sense to go. Oh well, they need to be a deluxe version. Yeah, uh, the deluxe ones make sense to me at this point. So it, it could be here's a something that you have to wait for the next five episodes
1: to go. Oh, then you're getting this guy now or whatever. That would make sense. That didn't um, even cross my mind actually for them to keep it confidential because it's a spoiler. If that that I is the they case, got of,
0: enough heat.
1: <laughs> if if that was the case, then it probably is a, a version of He Man. You know, super-powered He-Man, god Armor He-Man, something like that. Uh, My thought, just going through the characters that we already know, uh, my guess was Sorceress. Because she's kind of the one, especially if you do her robed look and then her Sorceress outfit as one, like they did with Tramp John, Mm -hmm. Triclops. um, That's the one I could see, like, okay, I could see the need for a deluxe figure there.
0: Blast effects, hopefully, to show sure she's spinning a spell or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. Could, that'd be kind of cool.
1: They could do some fun I'm, stuff with her. I
0: don't know. Like th- that one's hard because it's like, okay, who else? I, I I almost feel like they're doing that just because they spoiled the last time and this is the last five. It's unless possible. they do a second series. I almost feel like they're like, no, we gotta keep that one under wraps because otherwise they're really gonna get pissed. Um yeah. So and that's I, my guess. Is there's like a, like you said, a god's god version of He-Man that yep. shows up and beats the living bejesus out of Skeletor or whatever.
1: Grace, maybe it's Castle Grayskull man. Maybe he comes and oh, saves the day. Oh for today. the love of God!
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know there's only maybe like one
0: or two people that would be cheering that on, and the rest of us would be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you know, and that that was one of the interesting things uh, from PowerCon is that there there wasn't any uh, revelation uh, announced. I was really expecting them to announce a date, maybe, or a, you know, God forbid, a trailer, or just something. That was really interesting mm-hmm. um, that they didn't. They didn't really talk about the second half. Uh, my only <clears throat> guess would be that it's due to uh, the CGI series premiering pretty much like right after PowerCon. It was that Thursday mm-hmm. afterwards? Um, yeah. That would be my only guess. Um, other than that, I was, I was really kind of expecting a uh, surprise announcement, but that, that did not happen.
0: Yeah, you didn't get to be in on that, like, because Kevin Smith and Griffin Newman and Tiffany Smith were supposed no, to be just, there.
1: No, just Tiffany Smith and Griffin Newman. Oh,
0: they I would. thought, okay. No, okay, Kevin, well, Kevin was never,
1: you. there were people guessing that he would show up, like, speculating. Mm-hmm. And I thought he would, too. He ended up mm-hmm. not, but, and I think if they mm-hmm. had ended up having any, any reveals, um. They, pro- they probably would have done something, but... But no, the, Tiffany and Griffin, they had a nice panel where they just kind of talked about... Uh, I wasn't on that one. They talked about how they, you know, kind of their careers and their upbringing and, and their connection to Masters. They're both Masters fans long before Um, they got cast on Revelation. Uh, Griffin was saying... That he he actually got on in the 2000X days, um, mm-hmm. and he's actually still got. Uh, he was living in New York at the time, and I don't know if you remember, but the Toys R Us Times Square did a huge like, um, not grand opening, but uh, like premiere of the of the Masters of the Universe toy line, and they had the Four Horsemen there, and they were doing signings. And you got special all the all the toys that were sold that they had like special like first day stickers on them. And Griffin was <laughs> saying one of the one of the prized pieces of his collection is he got He Man at Times Square that day and the Four Horsemen signed him. So, um, and then Tiffany she said she grew up on the Filmation show and she loved it for years. She's big into Star Wars and He Man and all that. Like they both come from geeky background. And even Griffin said after. Being introduced to He-Man through the 2000 X series, uh, that he went back and, and watched filmation and caught up on it there, and mm-hmm. uh, he it was one of his it's one it was one of his lifetime goals to be able to play Orko like from a young age. So,
0: <laughs> not many people would want to be Orko. That's impressive. <laughs> and
1: big shout out to him. He did say that Orko voice in the show. Is 100% him. Yep. There is,
0: yeah. There is there
1: is no uh, after effects on there. There is no modulation, nothing. He said that they tried it and that it sounded worse with the with the effects than it did mm-hmm. than him doing it himself. So big shout out to Nate. both of them. They were really they were it was a really good panel. Um, I'm not sure if it's online or not. I know some of the panels are, some of them aren't. But if you got a chance, check it out. It's just it's it's a lot. There's nothing spoilery, there's nothing earth-shattering, I guess you could say, but I enjoyed the hell out of it because it was just two guys talking about, you know, their love for Masters and their chance to work on the property, which I know is is a pipe dream for a lot of us. So it's cool that they actually got to do it.
0: Yeah, no kidding. And and he was one of my favorite parts of the series.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. So
0: that... Like at a at, for a guy that always says I'm not the biggest orc guy, I mean that guy Griffin Newman just made me love that character in that show. So
1: Absolutely. kudos to him for that. You know, my heart grew three sizes bigger that day and all that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Uh, last thing I did want to mention, I'd forgotten about it. Um, we won't got too in depth, but if board games are your thing, right now. Uh, the Kickstarter for the Masters of the Universe board game, Clash for Eternia, um, is live on Kickstarter right now. There's actually only four days left to go. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Friday, October 1st at 9 p.m. Central is... Excuse me, guys. Sorry. Is when it ends... Um so if that's something you're interested in, definitely check it out. I am a big board game guy and this one looks awesome. There's miniatures, there's there's game mats, there's environment pieces. I mean, there there's everything you could want. It's they had a $200,000 goal to fund and as of today they're at base 1.3 million. So it has Blown past everything. 5,896 backers. I can't even imagine where it's going to end up because you know the last couple days there's always that big secondary push. Mm-hmm. I mean, even I yeah. haven't gotten my pledge in. And I'm, I'm going all in. Uh, it all looks great. There's, you get, you know, uh, let's see, or what was it? it? Was For $110, you get the base game and all the stuff. Stretch goal miniatures, and then for two twenty, you get the base game plus the first expansion, um, uh, which was the uh, Assault on Castle Grayskull, uh, along with the plastic Castle Grayskull accessory pack. Uh, And then there's there's a bunch of add-ons that you can do. New stuff going every day. Uh the miniatures, I mean there's Whiplash, Zodak, Ninja, Scareglow, Lady Slither, I just this in all the Mossman, Extendar, Rock on Stonedar, Snout Spout. I mean there's there's a great a uh, variety of stuff. Battleaxe he He-Man, Fisto, Cringer, Queen Marlena, King Randor, um and then they've also shown, uh, there's also a She-Ra and the Great Rebellion expansion that comes with she on Swiftwind, Flutterina, a bunch of others. There's Wrath of Snake Mountain add-on that comes with uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, King Hiss, uh, Snake Warriors, um, and then, yeah, all the terrain packs. There's Dice, there's the Plastic Castle Grayskull. There's all sorts of stuff. Uh, if you're into board games this and Masters of the Universe, this is definitely a can't miss right here. Um and you can also, if you're not sure, if you want to get on, there is always the pledge a dollar, and then once the uh backer kit opens up, you can add stuff on later. But if you're interested in it at all, you probably want to get you probably want to get in on it at least to start with. Um and if enough of our guys Get in on it. Maybe we can start doing something uh, via Legends of Grey Some live gaming. Um, we'll have to see how the how the game works out and how it's played and everything. But it's it's something that you know we've talked about before, especially more so with that uh, the RPG that was supposed to be coming out. That I haven't heard anything about in over a year Lots now. PowerCon, yeah, yeah. PowerCon twenty twenty. So hopefully that hasn't been shelved, but. But, yeah, that could be fun, too, if, if if enough people get into it. Maybe we can look into doing something like that with some of our fans. We're always okay. looking for new and fun ways to interact. So.
0: Speaking right. of which, I guess we're at that point of the show. We're at that point. <laughs> so uh, I did put up posts. post. We only got one or two people that chimed in this time around. But
1: uh, Skelevator. He he wrote her. Great to meet you, buddy. It was a good time.
0: So he says, so
1: I know that there are
0: conflicting viewpoints regarding origins. However, I really like these figures. And after PowerCon, I have identified reasons why I do. And I'm willing to discuss. What are the particular reasons why you are not as drawn to the line as much as you are to other Motu lines? P.S., it was great to meet Matt at PowerCon. And then, j- just to side on this, because it all ties together, J-Mac then also did a response and said, Is the Cyclone Origins that is teased in Axel's new artwork enough to persuade the mighty douche?
1: <laughs> Again, guys, it's not... It's not really a, a personal. I have origins. There are origins in my household. I uh, I've got a handful of them. I think they're great. They're just not for me. Um, and I, I think I think we nailed it earlier. It's like I appreciate that they're going deep. I appreciate that they're following the classic look but i want something i want something new i want something different i want something to wow me uh even the masterverse are wow me right now because it is something different it's not just even classics he-man with with double jointed knees you know there are some tweaks there are some aesthetics to it um and and again price right i can't collect everything so to me i'd rather collect the masterverse and then dip in on some high end Mondos and stuff like that I mean, they're great figures, I think you know, I think even the Mattel team on Origins is really finding their footing now as to what fans want, how things should look, how they should be presented. You know what I mean they're i they struggled early on, distribution's been bad, but i I really feel like they're finding their footing now too. so again, great line it just for i mean I don't collect vintage. And I know a lot of people think that's sacrilege, but I had my vintage. I loved them as a kid. I have no desire to recollect them because it's kind of a been there, done that. If I were to ever purge my classics collection, I don't think I would go out and get those back again. You know, Um, it just it just kind of who I am, where I am. It's. I, I love it. It gives me nostalgia. Even seeing that package at the Walmart with the Origins figure, you know, uh, it, it gives me great nostalgia, but it's just not something I feel the need to collect. That being said, if Cyclone looks amazing, um, if they find a way to actually make him spin, I might pick him up. I picked up Rain Man because of his action feature. I picked up Buzzsaw Hordak because that looked like a cool action feature to play with. I never even had him as a kid. Um, You know, Scare Blow, Blow in the Dark, I picked him up. So, I mean, I'll pick up the ones that are like, ooh, this could be fun. But I just, because because of what it is, it's just not a line that I want to collect and display. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: My personal thing lately is And and, uh, it it, honestly, I think it goes back to when 2000x hit. Yeah, 2000x came out, and they were giving you sculpts that were above and beyond what we could have had as kids. And then you know, like we then we get classics in 2008, 2009, and everything, and it's like those to me still like vintage is still vintage. There's no way around it. Vintage is just, that's your foundation and that's your childhood. But then when you get into 2000 X, it's like, here's your childhood upgraded. Here's a different way of looking at your childhood. And then you get into classics and it's like, here is your childhood on steroids. And this is what you thought you were playing with as a kid, but now it's the adult version. Here it is. There's no special Features right. like the, you know, the the swivel punch and all that stuff, but it, here's these amazing looking figures you can display and show how much that that meant to you as a kid. And then my my biggest thing then was these were really working for me, and I was collecting 2000x trying to stick to that. And then classics finally detoured me. And then yep. the next thing I know, when they came out with Origins, I'm like, you did vintage right. now you did 2000x and then and then you're just going back to the original playbook but then you're saying okay now we're articulating them and i just didn't like any of the aesthetics of how they look and even like with the sculpts the sculpts didn't really it, like they, they knock it out of apart with classics and then you do a sculpt that looks the way origins do it, it just was not appealing and when i look at the vintage i'm like The vintage still work. Those are beautiful, depending what figure you're looking at. And Origins just didn't do that for me on any level, and it still doesn't. It just doesn't. And I've kind of I've become one of these people where yeah, I'm on I'm on podcasts for masters, but I'm not collecting as much because the stuff I want is stuff that makes me excited and proud to display it. And Origins to me is like this is what my five year old wants to play with, and that's great. Right, exactly. and, and at the end of the day, it just, it boils down to, I want something that I look at it and I keep seeing new details coming out of it. Yeah. I keep seeing new ways of posability and origins for me is not that line at all. Yeah. It, it very much is, here's what you had again, you know, and, and I know uh, I know there are people that make fun of masters fans because of that, where we'll just take whatever we're given and, Oh, it's, it's the same thing again. And you need yeah. to buy it again. And that felt like origins to me, no matter what. And I, I, I just was like, eh, whatever, you know. Masterverse, at least it's doing its own different thing, you know. And that's kind of why I can still have my toe in the water there, yep. And go, yeah, King Grayskull, ooh, you know, and and it's scaraglow ooh, you know, yeah.
1: And and that's exactly it. It's, and I it's
0: uh... the clock part Sorry. now. now <laughs> um, I can take oh. pictures. Sure. That's great, pal. Oh, I'm still recording? I'm still recording, <laughs> but uh, okay, bye. I love
1: you, pal. I, I love you. Go take some pictures. And, that, and oh, that's so. and that's exactly what we're saying. It's like, and I, I don't think we've ever been like, oh, no one should buy. I get why people like them. It's just, it's not yeah. something I want to display. But yeah, I've been picking them often. Uh, make Cyclone spin, and I, I will definitely pick him up, because that's that's probably the one thing, right? Because cla- taking me back to my childhood, when I rubbed my thumb raw, just oh, yeah. spinning and spinning and spinning, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wow me, wow me, and that just doesn't. Uh, does he say? Because he says he he knows why he's attracted.
0: He to these. he he actually did not say why. Okay. I, I think well, it's Rich, uh, you know, maybe once, he wants
1: us to answer first.
0: Yeah, and I have a okay. feeling. You know, I, I've I've definitely heard the pros of the line from people that enjoy it. And, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people where I'm like, that's great that you love it. I, right. I, I'm i not saying like, that you're wrong.
1: <laughs> right. And I'd like to hear from Skelly. Reach out to us. Let us know what it is that works for you. Because I, I love hearing yeah. other opinions. And that's everybody who's loving it, I'm glad. I'm glad it's not going away. I feel like it, it hits a need, you know, in the Masters community right now. So I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. it's there and I'm glad it's staying. Um, again, I will just be kind of picking them up here and there. I won't be all in.
0: So there you go. All right, I guess Um, would you consider that a wrap, or do you have anything?
1: Well, did you have anybody else, or was that
0: that was it? like I said, three weeks, and that's all that we we talk shop with. So
1: I have a couple, actually. Oh, Um, and my apologies are due uh, to Mr. Tony Moore, also known as Simba's Guard. Uh, I got a new phone. at the end of August. And when I was setting everything up. I signed into. Resigned into my gmail account. But I never. Signed back into the. Legends of Grayskull. Gmail oh. account. So he has actually sent us two now. And I have only picked. up. Uh, so this first one. I'll go back to the earlier one. And this was August 29th. He sent this to us. My apologies, right. Tony. I was not ignoring you. Um, I just forgot to sign back into the email. And I happened to go on my email on my computer, and it defaulted to the Legends of Grisk. I'm like, oh, I have emails here. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So, Tony Moore, Simba's Guard, uh, he Dear Matt and Sean, I have been listening to your podcast for quite some time now. As I write this, you are the only active podcast I am close to current on. Thank you very much, Tony. And now you've made me feel even worse for not seeing this for so long. (laughs) He's probably quit by now. Yeah, at this point. (laughs) Uh, I just wanted to let you know how much I have enjoyed your review of Masters of the Universe Revelation. It is nice to hear positive opinions of the show, considering how many YouTube videos just slam it. As well as seeing things that I personally don't think are there. Anyhow, your theories and insights have helped me look at things with an interesting new perspective, that I had not considered, i.e. Orko's new backstory perhaps being a result of Scareglow trying to crush his Uh, Mm will-slash-spirit. The former champions of Eternia's lesser forms being anything other than their physical prime rather than a secret identity. Or the fact that Mossman didn't just grow back due to the magic being drained from Eternia. That's an interesting one. I hadn't thought about that either. Yeah. I also have some thoughts, comments, theories I would like to share. As for Paternia being used as heaven, without trying to step on anyone's spiritual beliefs, I know that at least one faction of Christianity believes that their eternal reward will be in the Garden of Eden. This is the Mm -hmm. only thing I can think of that the series might be trying to play off of by using Paternia as heaven. Is if that is the case, calling Eternia's Heaven, the Forest of Forever would have made for a much better parallel. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what yeah. we, we agree completely. That's what we said. Why are you using the Preternia name? Forest of Forever. It would have been awesome if they actually used yeah. that other than in the in the title. Uh, as far as Orko's death goes, the fact that he was not in Fraternia is very obvious proof to me that he is very much alive somewhere. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, as for Roboto's death, I think Andra might have taken Roboto's memory chip out of his head after he died. I think Roboto's memory and therefore personality should be intact when he is rebuilt. Uh, good point. Andra did go mm-hmm. to him when he was laying there. Yeah. Uh, as for how Skeletor could use the power sword and He-Man's incantation to harness the power of Grayskull. If Skeletor did use some of the magic of Grayskull that the sorceress put in Evil Wind's wand to heal himself, as you suggested, having some of Grayskull's magic within him could be what enabled Skeletor to stab at transformation and then use the power sword and He-Man's incantation. Mm. All right. <laughs> I, I can dig it. Yeah, just just give me a reason. That's all I needed. Just a reason. As long, if they if they say, "Oh yeah, he used that magic." To th- great. Just give me a reason. Make it so that not everybody can grab that sword and call upon the power. Uh, yeah. I like that. Uh, during the hunt scene, I assumed the big cat being chased was a dilinks like Panther. Then I realized we have not seen Panther in this series, not counting the intro. I do hope he's in this. We need a big Battle Cat versus Panthor fight. I agree. Um, Mm -hmm. And we know He-Man's going to get powered up in the back half uh, at least twice, we've heard. So uh, I definitely think we need a Battle Cat versus Panthor. One other thing from the hunt scene. It was neat seeing Bionatops in animated form, but I missed seeing Battle Lion. Am I the only one who feels that way? Um, no, you're definitely not. I, if we didn't bring it up here on the show, I know we brought it up personally in one of our group chats. Um, it would have been nice to see him. It would have been nice to know that the sidekicks get the eternal reward too. Cause we only mm-hmm. really saw, uh, you know, uh, random beasts and, you know, stuff like, and then the heroes. So Nope, I would I would have liked to see Balai, and maybe we'll see him again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, thank you for your time. Sincerely, Tony Simba's Guard. Moore. So yeah, some some great theories there. Uh, I think we're on the same page in a lot of it, and uh, thank you for writing in, sir.
0: Yeah, uh, hopefully you still love us. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I, I did the same thing I do with the regular questions. I I did not read these before I pulled them up just now. Uh, the second one that we got last week on the 18th of September uh, looks like it's all about the CGI He-Man. So, Tony, I am going to save that because I have not finished it yet, and we will read that one uh, next episode when we review the cGI series but don't worry guys I am logged back in now uh, we <laughs> I will be seeing your emails in a more timely manner well there
0: you go yeah thanks for writing in that's awesome <laughs> he's the he, he broke the uh, he, he broke into the first person to actually do the gmail that's really cool
1: for the feedbacks. We've had we we've, contests yeah. where they've used it. Yeah, but, yeah. Yep, yep, to actually just just, just reach out to us. Yep, and that's why yep. we have it. So, uh, but yeah, thank you, for Tony, and those are some great theories. I, I like some of the stuff you did there, Um, and, and it feels like we're on the same page in for the back half, and I'm hoping it sheds some light on at least a few of the inconsistencies. I don't, I'm not one of those guys that needs like everything answered or revealed or whatever, but there are some glaring holes right now that I'm hoping they'll take care of before the end of this uh, series.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's. For me, it's I just want anybody who was talking crap about it to not be able to talk crap anymore because it was it was a good (laughs) first five episodes. It would be nice to have the last five just make everybody go, oh, maybe I shouldn't have talked so much smack originally.
1: I hope it finishes strong. (laughs) I hope we see. I hope we like again. I hope we see a full story arc that gets us okay. This could not have happened without everything going. Bad yeah. Yeah in the first yeah. part. So but we'll see. Yeah, we all right, Sean. If there's nothing else, it's all, right. all you, buddy.
0: All right. Well, uh on the on today's episode, we found out that uh let's see, we found out that why we don't like origins as much as we like other things, and we're probably going into a lot of debt because Mondo's giving us some <sighs> really awesome stuff and now we're screwed. Mondo, Mondo, Mondo. <laughs> oh lordy. So like, share, subscribe, ring that bell so that you'll know the next time that we post a new video or go live, which we'll probably do that sometime sooner than later as well. Sure. Uh, join the Facebook group, Legends of Grayskull Podcast. Uh, we love interacting with the fans on there. Uh, always happy to geek out with you guys. Uh, logpod85 at gmail.com. Obviously that's being used now. So hey, you know, feel free to also chime in on there. Uh, we're always happy to hear from you guys. And we are still on Twitter. I haven't updated it as much lately, but Twitter, uh, LogPod85 or Legends of Grace called Podcast on there, whichever way it works. And uh yeah, until next time.
1: Until next time, guys. Mondo, mondo, mondo.
0: Mondo, <laughs> mondo. <Jesus.
1: laughs> oh, we're
0: Oh, come on. Oh, that rock. Oh, bear. Oh, bear.
1: Oh!